Disclaimer, there's a weird audio effect on this week's episode because we were experimenting with having multiple mics and then I didn't turn that off when we unplugged the second mic, so the podcast recorded itself twice and now has a weird audio effect on it. Apologies for my fuck-up, and we'll be back to normal next week. Thank you for your understanding. Well, five years. Have we really been doing it this long? You fucker. You You stole my bit! You stole my fucking bit! You know what this means, Ichi. As long as you're not using that cheap shit ZO2. Oh, you forced me now, motherfucker. (coughs) Oh, now I forced him. The sequel! The one that's not as good! Fuck you! The direct-to-video form. (laughs) Hey, shit! It's the longest bit of all time. (laughs) Next is right. Next form, please. Sentai Cast Ranger. Welcome everyone to episode 235 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Blaze, Pokemon if you please. We are recording this on Saturday, March 9th, and today is in fact the five-year anniversary of our shitty little podcast. Oh, Wow, I can't feel like like honestly, five years. That's nuts. <laughs> we all we we all started this show just because we saw a fucking Megazord, train, train Megazord dick punch its way out of a coffin, and we were like, well, we need to talk about this on the internet for everyone else to hear. <laughs> the picture is a hint. Picture of White Waz is our hint. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, Smeargle. Oh, Smeargle. Oh my god, yes, Rural does look like another was. Perfect. Waga Torena. Waga Kisishi. Uh so yes. So we've we've gone we've come a long way in five years. We've Have we? Yes. We've we've reviewed a lot of Tokusatsu, a lot of Rider, a lot of Sentai, a lot of movies, a lot of obscure stuff. All of which you can check out on the discussion index on our pod site. Um fucking Tango Man we've talked about. <laughs> We've uh, had a lot of different people on this show, and 
All of which I missed dearly. Yeah, no, like, shout-outs to, like, Kevin, Sel, Raven. Dave. Dave, yeah. I miss Tom. Tom. Derek. Oh, Derek especially. Oh, man. But we've also also had the lovely Dreamcaster Emily with us. She's here in the studio. (laughs) I'm here, yeah. We got her, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You you thought we wouldn't, but boy, howdy did we. It was, it was a long, painful, red tape-filled endeavor to get through her talent agency, but we booked her and she's here. <laughs> talent agency meaning her mother. Honestly, I, there's not much of a lie there. <laughs> and Blaze, and the fans. And, and we, Steven! Yes, honestly, Fuck we, Steven! We, we would not be doing this show if it wasn't for your guys' support. So th- thank you. It's a very, it's great that we actually started to do this whole like live on Discord thing. Like I think it's we. This is like, probably like, the best like, idea. What like a year now we've been doing this. Ish. Yeah, like ever, ever, I think I think around ever since we started, we moved in here. Like uh, it's this place, we started doing it. So. But it's it's really thanks to you guys that I have motivation to keep doing this, even on the days where I don't feel like doing it. Yep. So our our fan base may be small, but it's loyal, and I love you. I love all you guys. Loyal, more loyal than me, and that's saying a lot. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and thank you to you guys for letting me be on this show, even though I'm a loser. Well, welcome to the house of losers. You guys are not losers. Um, we're also sad Gar couldn't be here, so because I guess being home in Dunville is more important than our freaking anniversary. Well, I mean. His family means a lot to him, so I understand. Where is family now? I just, I'm, I'm sad that I didn't bring a cake or anything. You brought Doritos. I, I, I like Doritos more than cake. You should, should, should bring a Dorito cake. Icing's nacho cheese. You know, that sounds both disgusting and amazing. <laughs> well, I know you love nacho cheese. I do. So. Um. <laughs> Lane, no. You're not loyal and loud, you're loud and impulsive. Yes, that's very true, I am. And yeah, I you're no longer loyal. That's why we're recording on Saturday instead of normal okay, Friday. Okay, so... And that's going to be ongoing from what I'm hearing! For, for a so little, much for any sense of stability okay, for, in my for, life! For, okay, well, okay, yeah, so unfortunately, due to some, like, complicated stuff at work, like, two of my managers left, and so now we're, there's only three of us running our entire store, so I have to, unfortunately, work Friday nights now, so it's, like... Uh, sometimes we'll have to record on a Saturday, sometimes we'll have to record on a Thursday night, so, like, I'm very, uh, I apologize so hard for, like, this weird schedule change, but everyone, thank you everyone for working, uh, with me on this, so, Ichi especially, thank you for being so understanding and patient, so. That's a word for it. I love you. But yes, I'm very impulsive, because I bought, like, $240 worth of fucking Zeo shit, because... I mean, I spent $300 on this shit during the same trip. But I got... I got the Zeo 2 ride watch, I got the fucking, I got the Zeo face sword. <laughs> the Psycho Gulade. I hate the shit out of it, but I know what it's called. No, it's fucking awesome. I got the G-Con grenade so I can have the attachment with it. So because you can chuck it? Well, because I also like the weapon. I like that it goes, Jew! Um, I got the wow, Zeo, okay. I got the, <laughs> what? I like it just yells gun in Japanese. We should have had the fucking both the Gallade and the Zack side. Yeah. Oh no! Jew! <laughs> um, and I also, I think my most prized thing I'm happy to own is the SH Free Arts of Kamen Rider Zeo himself, because he looks 
fucking gorgeous. I got the Brave Level 50 figure. And shout out to my buddy Reggie on Twitter. He's actually hooking me up with some uh, stickers for the ride watches to put on the Zeo figure. So... Because they're uncharacteristically abysmal. I'm, I'm going to need your help with that because you're the sticker man. I am the sticker man. You are the sticker man. Um, One of my side forms. And then, yeah, we watched got, we got Beast Morpher Toys, and then I... We're still going to watch episode two. Yeah, and then I impulsively bought a PS PlayStation 1 Classic because I like owning these little mini emulator consoles. They're, they're fun. So, ah, Stan. <laughs> You and your Lincoln New Fridays anymore. <laughs> you know, that's not entirely inaccurate. Lane Sentai Lane Ranger? Uh, because I've had I, so many fucking forms. I, I don't think I'd want a Sentai of myself. That'd just be annoying. <laughs> Someone do fan art of it. One of, one of me is annoying enough, so. I don't think so. Oh, well, thank you, my dear. Um, anyway, so this week we're talking about Comrade Zio episode 25. What the fuck are they doing with this show now? Uh, Super Sentai Smash Brothers episode 3. Oh crap, that's what I didn't watch! <laughs> and our special topic for this week is the first episode of Tokusatsu Gagaga. Gagaga. I definitely did watch that, and it was... You know when something is so relatable that it makes you physically recede inside your body? <laughs> what, was this, was this I believe the word you were looking for is cringe. Yes! <laughs> Put it beyond driver on Smurf. Oh my god. So so, you, like, you haven't felt, like, this, like, weird out about something that related to you since Misa was a thing in, in Zuoder? Oh, my God. Does he have futuring forms of other Pokemon from the future that don't exist? <laughs> futuring Slowpoke! Slowpoke! <laughs> wow. It's all connected. Uh, but, yeah, so we're also talking about Tokusatsu Gagaga Episode 1, which it's a very interesting show. Adorable. We'll, we'll, extremely relatable. We'll get into it when we're there. Yeah. Anyways, cue that Zio shit. Alright, let me start off by updating. The Waga Kuseishu counter is now at a solid 30. And the Waga Mo'o count is at a solid 50. So. Well, that lined up well. Yeah, right? So you're, you're, like I said, you're catching up. Another was is catching up. <laughs> I really, I'm actually, you know what? I won't even be mad if, like, you catch up and then you go over. Yeah. So overtake. But yeah, yeah, thankfully this week's episode we got more was and not less another was. So that was nice because now that now that Sogo doesn't have Gates and Soup fucking hanging out with them anymore, he doesn't really have anyone else. So Waz has to hang out with them a shit ton because what else is he gonna do? Now that Gates and Soup have left, I have to deliver your mail. That's pretty much what he said, though. <laughs> I mean, like, why would he be mad about that? Isn't his, like, whole fucking role is to be by Sogo's side the entire time? Like, what the fuck else does Waz do all day? I don't know. Hang out on roofs and brood? Oh, Sad Stitch is sad. That's actually really sad. Um, so the idea here is the Time Jackers notice that the shining star of Regulus in Leo uh, is is shining, which apparently is the indicator that Omidei is coming, but it's showing up way sooner than yeah. it should, which is supposed to be April. So Swartz apparently decides to take that as cue to pull out the fucking cheap-ass motherfucking cheating trump card form that he's been holding on to all this time, I guess. Another Zeo. 
Yeah. The power to control all the another riders. And that's... He gives it to this guy we've never even heard of yet, but who seems like he should have been someone we knew already. Well, well, he's... Well, the thing with him is his character is he's connected to Sogo's past, so... Um, But no, okay, just quickly getting into the time jackers real quick. I am now, watching this show, am now realizing that, like... I have no idea what the fuck these guys' deal is. Like, Welcome to what I've been saying the whole show! No, no, no. At one point, they're all, like, working together and shit to get stuff. Next episode, they're trying to all fuck each other over. And now they're just, in this episode, we just see them all just sitting together, just hanging out. And at one point, like, fucking, like, another scene, like, uh, Aura's just, like, sitting, sipping, like, juice or something like that, and then Schwartz, like, says something that makes her, like, drop oh, her fucking juice. drink, being like, oh my god! First they were with, first Waz was around them, then Decade was around them, and the, then they weren't working together, and then they weren't working together, and then the other Waz showed up. It, it feels like they're a band of co-workers at the same company who hate each other's stinking guts, but they have to work together... But they're all also competing for the same promotion. You are the scum beneath my feet. That kind of makes sense, honestly. Good thing Paul's not here, because I made a, made a little rascals joke. He hates that movie. <laughs> I, I personally love that movie, so... Um, but yeah, just like, God, Time Jackers, what the fuck? Like, what are you even trying to do anymore? All we really know is that they're they trying to make a new king to replace Ozio. Yeah, and like that's that's but working amazing. Why that's even a thing that can be done, and what the benefits of doing so are, and why they're doing it, are all still wildly unclear. Why aren't they all just helping them make Gate survive a thing then? Why aren't they just helping Sogo not be an asshole? I, well, he already isn't. It's just. Something happens. We still haven't figured out what it is, but something happens to make Omazeo. Like, I feel like there has to be some sort of ulterior motive to replacing Omazeo their specific way with the Another Riders that they're working towards that is their actual goal. Because, like, they're creating monsters that attack humans, but still... They're, they claim that their motive is stopping Omazeo, the great demon overlord, from attacking humans, from, from destroying humanity. But their their methods are still causing humans a lot of pain and suffering. I, just, I have no idea. It's it's like I like. Can I just can can we just pull a decade and shoot this show's fucking legs off and just go to the next one? Did that guy do that? Oh, yeah. They... Episode 31, the show ended. Can we have no, that again, now, please? Now we know why the show ended early, because they didn't want toy sale, toys, uh, Rider Toys and Sentai Toys being sold at the same time. So That is the stupidest shit ever. Incredible. Yeah, because Decade had a lot of potential to keep going and be awesome, and then no, they just ended it, cut it at 31 episodes with a cliffhanger, and then they fucking fucked up the cliffhanger in the movie. Anyways, again, I can talk about Decade forever. So anyways, um, let's talk about another Zeo. So this is a power set where the, the user is going around extracting residual another rider's powers into his own no! Episode 31, Sogo falls down the stairs and dies. Is that what happened in Decade? No. no it, it, uh, it ends with Decade, with Deanne, the other rider in the show, just like running up to running up to Decade, pointing his gun at him, going, Sukasa, Kaito! And just shoots him in the face. And, and then the show ends the show right ends. there. And then where the movie picks up after that, it's just Decade going, Decade's just like, you want me to fucking destroy all the riders? Fine, I'll destroy all the riders! And he destroys all the riders and then he gets himself <laughs> Talking about self-fulfilling uh, prophecy. He let, he lets I, found, his, he I let, found a picture of another Zio. Uh, but yeah, 
Oh. Yeah, he does look like a fuggler. Oh, no! Yeah, he, he does look like oh, a fuggler. Oh, no! You guys should have told him that. I took one look at another Zio and went, It's a okay. Titan! Okay, Ichi, you know what you're actually... And the show will be taken over by the Titans! Okay, so now what you're going to do is, for the thumbnail, is you're going to take that fuckler's face and put it over Oma Zio's body. <laughs> yes, he also does look like Nemesis from oh Resident God, Evil 3. Oh my God, he does look like Nemesis! Nemesis, Nemesis is fucking badass. I don't care what anyone says. Can we, can we have a remake of Resident Evil 3? Get your wife challenges you to basketball. It's motherfucking Space Jam! <laughs> we're back to Space Jam. Yeah, Emily, you weren't here last week. We made a Space Jam joke. It was great. But you make a Space Jam joke every week. Yes. Yes, we do. Because it's the most relatable fucking movie ever. So, Oma Zio... Or... It's one of the least relatable movies ever. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so another Zio is going around attacking the hosts you of the another writers. Play basketball with cartoon characters against aliens. I, I win. I so Kakugawa Hiryu is going around attacking the previously another rider host humans to extract the residual power of their another riders so he can use their powers. But they don't remember anything. So. The show respects the logic of time travel enough to point out that none of these people remember who Sogo is because he fought them in the past and erased the timeline, meaning they had never no reason to actually meet up in the corrected timeline. But at the same time, the show chooses to ignore time travel logic by way of Kakugawa Hiryu being able to extract the another writer powers from humans who, according to the revised timeline, never had them to begin with. Come on. The show really fucking cherry-picks what parts of time travel it likes to respect the logistics of. Cause JESUS! Ichi, I think I finally realized. You hate Comrade Zio, but you love to hate it. Oh, sure. That's oh, no, that's that was never in question. Um, but no, I just want to quickly, in terms of Oma Zio, uh, another, uh, another... Right? I, I keep say, wanting to say Oma Zio instead another, of another, another Zio. Another Zio's design, I It's drilled into my brain because I thought Oma Zio was another Zio. So another Zio's design, I fucking love it. He's so terrifying, he looks cool. But I noticed a flaw on his design. So apparently where it says the year on his suit, it says 2019. Where, but, yeah, because Zio... Showed up in 2018, so he should oh, be from 2018. Yeah, yeah so that's fucking weird. Otherwise, it's a really, really weird thing for there to be a discrepancy on. Yeah. I actually was thinking that too. I'm glad you brought it up because I had not, re I didn't remember when we were here. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, but yeah. Uh, so I, I actually like who the the host of an, another Zio is because. So he's oh look, the writers decided that Sogo should have his own fucking backstory suddenly. Twenty-five episodes into the show. Yeah, so we find out that apparently ten years. Zero mention and zero setup for this, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, Sogo had parents, but they died ten years ago, and here's someone who hates him because of bus accident. Yeah. And so apparently, yeah, so apparently Sogo's parents died in a bus accident, and the only two, the only two survivors apparently were Sogo, and then. Uh, What's his name? Kakogawa Hiryu. Yeah, so here and here you Get it? His name has Kako, which means past. Oh. Um, fucking god, Japan. 
Uh, so yeah, so they made, so he survived as well, and so I guess he's pissed off at Sogo because he got his parents killed or something, I don't know. Maybe he thinks it's Sogo's fault the accident happened? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Swartz lied to him and told him that, and he believed Why him? Why is this all... making me think of Bandersnatch, of all things? I've never seen that, but I heard it's yeah, good. Black Mirror, Choose Your Own Adventure thing, um, are you allowed to put, uh, put a spoiler warning for that, or... I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, it's a thing. Spoiler warning for Bandersnatch, I guess? Well, how, when was it from? Uh, a little earlier this year. I think most people who wanted to see it have seen it. But it has like a million different pathways in it, so apparently there's stuff that nobody's found yeah, it's, yet. Yeah, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure show. Yeah. Okay. But the... One of the ending... The main character, um, his, his mom died in a train crash. And apparently, um, because it involves different timelines and stuff, one of the timelines you can go to allows you to make it so that you also die in the same train crash, thus no. preventing everything from happening. And okay. I don't know why, but I don't think they're going to pull that, but it reminds me of it. Because there's time travel and an accident in the past, so... I just laugh at this, like... Soup, like, Soup, now being fully on the side of Let's Kill Sogo, decides to go hang out with Uncle Junichiro, who doesn't know that she wants to kill Sogo, and just drills him for information, and he happily gives it to her because he doesn't know that she now wants his nephew to die. And she tells, she asks him about Sogo's parents, and... (laughs) And then you see the two of her and Gates sitting in their fucking condo or wherever the fuck they moved to, talking about um, Sogo's parents who died ten years ago. And my response, looking at these two time travelers, is, should we go back in time and stop Sogo's parents from dying? Mm, nah. What if the what if the Sogo whose parents didn't die becomes Omazeo? Oh, but yes, um, they did. I I read up on uh, Zio two, and apparently. Uh, Sogo acquiring the powers of Zio 2 uh, gave him Oma Zio's ability to manipulate time at will. So, like, it's not just he can just rewind the past. He can literally travel through time whenever the fuck he wants now. Well, yeah, they said that Zio 2's power set was supposed to be what turned him into Oma Zio, so it makes sense that he'd have some of the powers. Yeah, so I like that. I like that he went a different, uh, he got a different form because he decided not to go the way of Oma Zio. So. He, went, he went light side instead of dark side. Well, no, he just channeled both sides. I, 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 so I get. I guess if he channeled dark only darkness, he would have gotten Omazio, But instead, he just decided to channel both light and dark. That's why we got Zio two. So it's split in half. I yeah. I still grossly dislike Zio 2's brand of cheap shit plot escaping bullcrap. Hmm. Nothing bad can happen because I can just snap my fingers and undo it. It's main character powers. <laughs> uh oh god, that's fake. But yeah, it probably will be not dissimilar to it. Uh, um, so, yeah, so this, like, uh, Waz and Sogo... It'll probably just... look pretty much exactly like One thing I will say that I liked about Sogo this week is when they first encounter another Zio as another build, Sogo goes right to build armor and just fires off the attack right away, and I kind of admire that, like, he knows what to do. But then when they go to another Exade, he tries the same attack and it doesn't work, so now I don't know what the fucking rules are anymore. Or rather, no, he doesn't go X-Aid. Gates just fucking yoinks it from him. 
Yeah, because like Sogo's trying to explain to him, he gets like, "No, fuck you." Like here's like here's another inconsistency. We've seen several times where Gates was able to just pull the Exade Ride Watch out of fucking whatever and use it himself, but he has to turn to Sogo to ask him for it this time. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I don't know. And then like they figure out like, oh, defeating the the another rider with the uh, ride proper ride armor doesn't work. So it's like, well, I guess we'll have to use Zio too. The with, with his fucking cheap shit ability to beat any another rider, even though it's not the corresponding power. Yeah, but apparently Gate Survive also has that ability. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Like, fucking Frost just tells him, well, if you had the power of Gate Survive, you could do, if you do the thing, you can do the thing. Basically. But it's supposed to be for killing Omazeo, so you have to want it. We were talking about that the other day, about how some shows handle well and some shows don't where you where power sets are tied to your emotional state. Yeah, no, that's that's dumb. Drive is the only one that actually made that work. I I'm not gonna lie, I like emotion based powers, but they have to be done the way that actually makes sense. Yeah, it was hit and miss. Steven Universe does it pretty well. No, but yeah, so apparently for Gates, Gates Revive can't work unless he feels unless he wants to kill uh Sogo like more. It's I like think... you are not wanting to kill him uh, bad enough. Oh sorry. It'd be hilarious to just like soup wants to kill Sogo. She so he just hands the watch to her and she activates it. Jesus um Christ. I have a, a question yes. uh, yeah. for for both of you. What do you like better? An item that actively changes the person's emotional state while they're using or or an item that someone has to be in a specific emotional state to use? I would go with the former because it's interesting to see someone under the influence of so yeah. Hazard or y- yes, exactly why I love Build Hazard because it turns f- Sento from like this really nice pacifist fucking guy into just an unstoppable silent killing machine. I'm so bad because I was glorious. imagining it as so. So do you like the Gerardo or the or the Venero? <laughs> the one that is like happy family <clears throat> magic, or the one that makes you into an edge lord when you use it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with uh, when Gates uses Gates Revive. Like, if this determines this unstoppable killing machine, or like, probably won't do anything to his character. I don't fucking know. Uh, I I just I know that I'll be disappointed if Gates Revive doesn't actually involve him dying and reviving in, in some way. Because if not, what the fuck is the point of calling it Revive? It could just be a random like word that vaguely. They just chick yeah. pick random English words. You know, it wouldn't be the first time. It's just like how so many things are called revenge or, like, yeah. even if it doesn't have anything to do with revenge. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being dumb. Also, there's a weird thing where, like, he goes back to, like, uh, get the powers of, like, uh, another Fies, but he doesn't do Forze. <coughs> right? That really bugged me. Also, the first time we see him, he's using another O's, which means he's already basically stabbed Dan Corrado off screen. Dan. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, you can kill Dan, no! Or at least send him to the hospital. <laughs> I, I want to see how he did that, because Dan Corrado is not a man you simply trifle with. No, they couldn't get Tetsu, Tetsui Winaga back. No, yeah. No, that's absolutely it. Um... I don't know what fucking else happens. Oh, yeah, so then, like, Sogo has, uh, like, a one of his prophet dreams again, where he, like... He and Gates are fighting. He, 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 yeah, him and Gates are fighting, and, like... Well, I guess that means it's gonna happen. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't see it coming anyway. 
And just fucking... Soup's being so weird. Like, she goes back to, like, talk to the uncle. And yeah, I just talk, like, mentioned that. Someone misses you. Does he have any weaknesses? I'm like, like, something I can stab. Backstabbing bitch. You know, like, I fucking hate her now. I hate Soup. It, it, it almost feels like she was looking for weaknesses because, like, he t- she talks to Junichiro about her the dead parents and everything, and I just feel like Soup's gonna, next week, just go up to Soul and go, Hey, remember your dead parents? Don't they make you sad? <laughs> Gate, stab him now! Oh my god, no! <laughs> Will do, Soup! <laughs> Why do you turn her into Mr. Meeseeks? <laughs> Can do! Mr. Me Gates? Also, I really love that, like, after Sogo has his dream, he talks to Original Laws. Uh, like... Original Waz? No, I just want to see another Waz with, like, Mr. Reese's face, and there's different Waz's show up. It's like, he's he's been for me! Let's die for me! I just want to die! Did anybody take that picture where it says Daniel, the cooler Daniel, and have it be Waz than the other Waz? Cooler Waz? Um, what I was saying is, so Soro and Waz are talking, and, 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 like, he's like, oh no, he's got so many rider powers, and Waz is like, uh, you've taken countless rider powers yourself, Wagamau, and my immediate response to that is, no, you have not taken countless rider powers, they can very much be counted! It's less than 20! We can count it! It is not countless! Why would you say something so stupid and objectively wrong? I don't know. Oh my god. So, anyways, Zeo and another Zeo fight. Another Zeo has Zeo 2's stupid clock face rewinding time prediction ability that, that, that they all stole from the Victory Striker. Huh? And they just shoot their attacks at each other, and and then Kakugari Hiryu. Uh, Vows vengeance and jumps away. Woo. <laughs> We're fated to cross paths again and again every week. Oh, yeah. So then another thing with, like, another Zeo when we see him, he, um, like, Zeo 2 does, like, his little, like, oh, like, like, oh, yeah, like the victory strike or whatever like that where he can, like, copy his moves. Yeah. But, and then another Zeo does it, too. And it just reminded me of, like, uh, Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows where just, like, uh... Holmes, like, uh, is fighting Moriarty, and so he's, like, doing his, like, premonition, like, oh, I can predict, like, everything he's gonna do in an encounter room. And then you just hear Moriarty just go, yeah, you think you're the only one who can do that? And then he That's predicts That's pretty much moves. exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I predicted you would predict my moves. So, but I kind of wish he wasn't Zeo 2 when he was fighting him. I wish he was actually just basic Zeo, because that would have made more sense. But, but, then, but then he wouldn't have been able to do the prediction. But yeah, when he turns into another Zeo, he fucking, like... Summons like a like an evil Ziku driver and like inserts the ride watch into it and he transforms. It was fucking awesome. Like it was so goddamn cool. It's an interesting detail that you see the evil like the evil another Ziku driver on his another ghost suit before he actually transforms. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting what the nature of that power set is. <laughs> Evolto. Um. Yeah, so there's also this subplot of them trying to protect Hayase, who used to be another wizard, 
but of course he doesn't remember him. Yeah, and so it's, it's so really like, fucking awkward. It's like, hi, I'm your bodyguard now. I promise I'm not a creeper. And then he like uh, leaves okay. and is like, I have to get away from the creeper. Uh, and and so, fails. And, and just watch just like walk, walk him out, like he doesn't he remember, doesn't remember you. you. Oh, well, well why not? <laughs> and while he's sitting in the club during this magic show, he talks to Waz, but like. Now, I know that another Zio is attacking people, but I'm kind of happy that we'll get to see Gates and Soup again! I miss them! But no, like, when, when, oh Sogo, asked, when Sogo asked Waz, he's like, he's like, why? He's like, well, because Gates went back to 2012 and defeated another wizard in the past, and then it just wanted Sogo to be like, when the fuck did you do that, asshole? 2012, that's when. <laughs> well, H-E- I don't remember that. Ichi misses wizard armor. Was, yeah, I got the Soto figure of Gates' wizard armor. Yeah, Ichi gave me a decade armor and a Gaim armor, but he still, he still got to build Gaim armor. So. I'm not looking forward to building that fucking monstrosity. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, he also went another Gaim, which I was happy about because I love another Gaim. Yeah. fucking cool. Oh, the best moment in the episode. So... Common Rider was is fighting another guy. Yep. And he goes into future Inquis, and then as he does his whole Maruka Vatska thing with a question about whether tomatoes are fruit, and or the attack fruit or fruits. <laughs> but then the attack fails because he asked a question that isn't a straight yes or no answer. No, it's still a constant debated question. Yes, that. that... So his attack failed because it wasn't yes or no. That was the funniest shit ever. And then, <laughs> and, then he go, and then he goes featuring Kikai, and he like takes these two like satellites that are dishes that are on top of this building and just turns them into fucking <laughs> laser beams. And I was <laughs> like, holy shit! <laughs> I want more of that. <laughs> oh yeah, and then he used and then he used his like spear attack, and he like <laughs> he, he used the like the launching of the spear. To like propel himself forward into the another rider. It was fucking amazing. That was like really impressive. I love the Zikanda spear. It is awesome. No, that's it, it's a dope weapon. Um but yeah, no, that was funny how he just like fucked up the quiz powers. But I I actually I actually really like uh Future and Quiz. It's a, it's a nice form. The colors don't really match up, but I love the concept of it. Just like a quiz master with a fucking Riddler cane. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, next week we get Gates Revive. Hooray! I mean, it's probably gonna be cool when he shows up. I, I will say I like that shot of the eye catch at the end where it shows the Zia ride watch and then it, like, fucking glitches into the another Zio ride watch. Yeah, oh god, I hope that another Zio uh, ride watch isn't gonna be expensive. Probably! Fuck! I think it's probably gonna be expensive or something. Yeah. Alright, on to Smash Bros. To watch this. I'm oh so boy. Sorry. Uh, just quickly oh, again. So, sorry. Sorry about the background noise, people. In complete seriousness, I keep forgetting because I keep thinking to myself, "Has your soldier started yet?" Oh no, it hasn't. So there must not be a sentai. There is a sentai thing. They're, 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 they're not going to stop, dude. Sorry for they can't being, control themselves. I'm sorry for being such an idiot. I'm forgetting. Wow. We're recording here, so if we can keep it down, that'd be super. I think he's going to go... Oh, we didn't go... They're, like I said, dude, they're not going to stop. Our house is full of rowdy teens. They're not really teens. I, mean, I don't like, care. They're like early 20s. Emotionally, they're teens. With attitude. 
So they're the target for the show. Oh, yeah. So the fate of Earth is at stake, except they're not on Earth. Uh, I love that that was the opening line of this episode. So, yeah, so we got, we got introduced to Doggy Kruger for this episode. So that was nice to see him. Except for that one shot where he had no clothes. No, we'll we'll talk in, about it. We'll get into it. He had no clothes at all? Uh, yeah, um... So, so the episode starts with, Haha, Bakahara was under Geyslorg. Oh, no! I mean, you know what's funny? After that, we don't see him again. Hooray! I hate him! <laughs> Everyone hates Bakahara. Um, so yeah, Singer, like... And Doggy, like, figured out, so, uh, that apparently Reach's whole plan is to, like, get all the power up from this giant fucking crystal so that, uh, go down. Go down. Uh, hope you, hopefully you put the name of the, there you go. To so summon, to summon ultimate, ultimate die, die Satan. Satan. So. That's, that's, that, wow. I love it when Japan just throws no, it Satan. No, and then, and then they said this, where it's like, oh, ultimate die Satan. Ability to like destroy, wipe out the entire universe with a single snap, and it's like, um, you Thanos motherfuckers! Thanos? The question is, why would you want to wipe out the entire universe? Yeah, exactly. That's, know, why, that's why I like when someone like, like a good guy brings it up. What are you gonna do after you take over the world? Farm. I never thought about that. Like Rita clearly has had some bullshit happen to her where she's just angry at existence. I mean, they could very much just say no, she just hates, and, and there's no reason for it because it's Sentai. Even Most Sentai villains are not deep enough to have reasons for things, they just destroy because we need a villain. Destroy. Uh, but yeah, so most of the episode is Stinger and Doggy Kruger being the spy motherfucking badasses they are. Yeah. But there's actually really nice respect to continuity because Doggy runs into Marvelous at one point and they're talking about repaying each other for favors. Oh, yeah, because he showed up in Gokaiger. Right. Yeah. Well, what the fuck is that? Uh, Zio Russell Red Armor. Oh. oh that actually looks not bad. That's actually pretty badass. Put that on Gates, actually. Yeah, that looks bad on Gates, but that still looks pretty cool on, uh... Um... Anyways, so, uh... Um, so the semifinals of the tournament are happening, and it's Ryu Ranger and Time Red versus Gal Black and Ginga Blue. And the, the Red Rangers win, which means the final match that we're going to see next week is going to be our protagonist team versus these guys. Yeah. And so, like, their entire plan or whatever like that is just to, like, uh, lure out Geysorg so they can, like, just defeat him or something. something. And we find out that Geysorg's plan is apparently to just swap bodies until he controls wherever the hell is the strongest. Yeah, so we also, we find out that apparently he, when they were fighting uh, the Gokaijus at the beginning, like Geysorg was fighting the Gokaijus, if you noticed, Luka wasn't there because Luka was Geysorg. Which makes sense because they got Marvelous mentioned that it was Luka's technique that it was using. Uh, and then when they fought him earlier in the special, he used Neen Retz's on, so it was Takahara then. Um, and then afterwards, he apparently took Silver Stinger. So, yeah. And then Marvelous decides to put it on himself to go find yeah, Luka. Yeah, no, that was the most badass thing he did. He's just like, nope, doing it. And you just see Marvelous' like, costume with Geysor's helmet on. And I'm like, that was fucking You know what I never get? Like, whenever they 
quote-unquote take off or put on helmets how it's always in front of the face yeah like is it really so hard to just actually put on the helmet for a fucking second well no because they can't mess up the hair no no no, no it's not even that it's because they have clips inside the helmet so like you actually have to like unclip it and then it like goes like in half and then you put the helmet over clip it back in and that's how you have the helmet on securely so then uh, that's literally why they can't do that. I guess. I was going to say that helmet looked like he could have slipped it on, but whatever. No, no, they have to they have to unclip the clip. So. Um, but I want it so bad when Marvelous put on the helmet for us to just see an actual, like, Geysorg henshin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of just... I thought he has one. Yeah, I was going to... He doesn't seem to be... He's not really a, a Sentai or a Sentai-like even. He's more like just a Kaijin, but with special powers. Well, I mean, he's got the Ryu Soldier's sword, so he kind true. of is. I would call him a Ranger-like. Okay, then, yeah, he sh- it would be interesting if he did have his own Crash Ranger sequence. Like, he's basically the equivalent of Wolzard, and even Wolzard had a henchin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so to lure out, lure out uh, Geysorg... Uh, Kagura and Doggy decide to have, like, a fight uh, with each other, which... When I saw last week's episode, like, I saw the preview, and I saw them fighting, and I just saw Kagura, like, tossing fucking Doggy around. And I called absolute bullshit on it, because Doggy Kruger, Deckmaster, is such a fucking badass Sentai veteran that, like, he cannot... He's so experienced, he can't get his ass kicked this easily. And, and I gave it some thought, and I predicted exactly what happened. I, I knew that Kagura was just going to pull her. Thank you, guys! Yes, but thankfully, the fight, like, they were they were fighting, but, like, it was planned to, like, just have Kagura win. So. I don't think it was. They, they just agreed that they would go out there and focus on the fight so that the others could focus on their mission. Yeah, but I think also that it was, like, Kagura knew she couldn't take on Doggy properly, because Doggy would kick her ass. So, but yeah, she tapped into her thing, because that's Kagura's ability. She just imagined herself to be whatever the fuck she wants, and she'll do it, so. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, like, I gotta say it. There's that one shot during the fight where they clash and talk to each other, and you see inside their uniforms, and, just, and Kagura's, Kagura... But then, for some fucking reason, Doggy has no clothes on. I think he. I think he just. He's had didn't have his shirt on. So. But why wouldn't he have his uniform on if Kagura's got her clothes? I don't fucking know. That was a really fucking weird decision yeah, to make. That's why I saw that image and someone posted, and I was just like, "No, Doggy, she's a child. Kagura's a little girl." All I can think of. This is terrible. Is is the post with. Uh, flex tape. Yay, doggy. <laughs> doggy. Yay. I saw this doggy in there. No. Oh. I mean, she kind of did. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Finn Swift, go. Please don't saw anyone in half. <laughs> I just don't know why they had to do that with doggies. I don't know either, sir. Um, anyways, so, that, 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 this is pretty much the episode, like, Yamato didn't do anything, because last episode he had his fucking time, so. I, I will say it was pretty cool seeing Kagura dual-wield the Bridge Claw and the Tokyo Blaster Blade. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever did that. I don't think so. Um, yeah, so they figure out Rita's plan and they're gonna stop her, and then the scene, the episode ends with Ryusol, Green and Black 
who claim to be looking for Kishiryu, but it's not mentioned which one, and then the golden ticket decides to kick in and poofs them away. <laughs> and then we see, I think, the guy who is Master Red uh, walking into the ruins and is eyeing the Hachimari no Ryuso. For what purpose? I don't know. We'll have to find out next week. <gasps> so yeah, next week, Rita's bullcrap is unearthed, everyone goes super form, and we apparently do get to fight Dai Satan. We do? Sure, why not? Sweet. Cast Rangers versus Ty Satan. Well, how, how far would we get in the tournament, do you think? Uh, I'd be impressed if we made it to the tournament. <laughs> I would, I, I'd be, I'd join. <laughs> well, as the Tokyujas say, go for it. Marvelous. I always think of that as the Cast Ranger theme song, not the... Yeah. <laughs> All right. And feature topic time. This is really great timing to talk about this because the show just ended this past week. It is only seven episodes and anyone who is any sort of Toku fan must watch it. It is so adorable and somewhat relatable and... It encapsulates the Toku fandom so well. Oh my god, it gets really emotional. No, so this this show like I've only watched the first episode, but like this 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 is great. I've only watched the first episode too and It gets so much better, trust me. It really even this just this episode did get very emotional about what the reason why I mean, I don't. I can't speak for you guys, but the reason why I love these shows so much, a lot of the time, is the values that they have and the characters have, and I wasn't expecting that to come up in this show, and it did. So. Yeah, and it's it's also because like the main character's name is Nakamura Kano, so like she's, she's so she's like secretly so she's secretly like a huge fan of Tokusatsu, um, but she's like a a, a Toku Ota, so she's like a closet Toku well, fan. Let, let me clarify. Toku Ota just means you're a Tokusatsu oh, okay. Otaku. Yeah. The term for being a closeted Toku Ota is Kakure Ota, which is the word for hiding. Yeah. So she's like doesn't tell anyone else that she is, and she keeps like everything to herself, and like she tries really, really fucking hard to like keep it to herself, and not let anyone else find out because like you know the it's, cultural it's, stigma of being into kid shows. Yeah. So like then like. I, I get it's a cultural thing, which like Japan, but like that that sucks that like if you like something super passionately that other people don't think it's like appreciated, like they'll shit on you for it. Trust me, this show really hammers in the whole fuck what everyone thinks, like what you want to like. Yeah. So like for me, like I I can relate to her, but I can't also because I don't keep my love for tokusatsu a secret from people I know. Like me I, either. Even, even at work, I tell people like, yeah, I like this like Japanese shows and stuff, but like. I don't get into it because I know they don't care, so... My parents even know, and they're just like, yeah, it's just a thing you like, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. So while we can't exactly relate entirely, it's it's easy to sympathize. Yeah. Based on a conceptual level, but it's not exactly something we choose like, to hide. Like, oh my god, just like, every little thing, so like... So, like, okay, explain the show that she, like, really, really fucking loves. Well, there's two major sh tokusatsu shows that are addressed throughout... Um, well, it's kind of those two shows oh, throughout okay. the series. So the main show that she watches over the course of Tokusatsu Gagaga is Shippudoto Jushouan, 
which is basically Gao Ranger. Uh, it's got it's three red, three warriors. Yeah, the red sh- one, Chichileo. Uh, Toriger, the blue one, and then the yellow one, Ch- uh, Cherda. Cherda. And I will say that there is a fourth ranger who comes in later. Cool. That's cool. I won't say much about it though. Um, yeah, so it's a they're all animal themed and they fight the evil Zen Aku motherfucking guy looking whose name is Genka, who throughout the show is basically represents the object the objects like the obstacles is the word I'm looking for in life in Kano's life yeah and I, that's what I like about the show is that every time she's like faced with like a dilemma or like you know something that's like really really on her mind like she thinks about like the show and then the show kind of like represents like yeah. what she's going through and, so like and yes Kagunex you're right it does seem more like Geki Ranger that's what I, I was trying to remember definitely say that that's a thought process that's happened in my mind yeah, so, like, this, so the great base example in this episode, especially, was that, um, like, at least, the, like, the ongoing uh, plot that was happening throughout this episode, is there was, like, two subplots. Mm-hmm. So the first subplot was that she's on the train to work, whatever, like that, and then she looks over at this woman sitting on the subway train, and she sees, like, she has the Toriger keychain from her show, and she's like, oh my god, she must be, like, a fan of the show, whatever, like that. So then she just puts it upon herself, and she's like, like, from uh, one of her co-workers gives her, like, this, like, cute mascot keychain like, it's, like, a little gift from, like, a trip that she went on. It looks like, like what would happen if Garnet was in a newspaper for Core, like, Undertale, I think. Like, it looked like Garnet if she was, like, an Undertale monster. Sure. Yeah. I kind of did. I didn't think it looked like anything, but now that you guys put it, yeah, it did look like Garnet. Yeah, it's Garnet's hair stuff. Um, so, yeah, so then she comes with the, she, like, thinks of the idea, like, Oh, maybe if I get a keychain of like Shishi Leo, then like next time I see her, see her, she'll notice, and then we can make a connection, and we can be like token friends. And also, it's subtle enough of a piece of merchandise to wear that anyone who normal who looks at it won't reveal, won't realize yeah, that I'm into it. They'll just think, "Oh, look, it's a cute little mascot." Yeah, because like she already has several other like cute keychains on her purse. And so I will like, make a quick comment that I think the little white puffball thing she has on it is a little much because it kind of blocks the other ones. That is, I was actually thinking. Right? <laughs> um, so yeah, so she goes, so she it does. Operation Ichthys. Yeah, so like. They actually. On the Christians who hit They him. compare her struggle to find a fellow Tokusats friend to the struggle of the Catholic, of, of the Christian people who are trying to hide their religion but also find other people of their faith. With the Jesus fish symbol. Yeah, that's so I learned that the Jesus fish is like actually like a way of just like other Christians going, Hey, I'm a Christian too! Let's Christian together. <laughs> Let's Jesus together. Um, so yeah, so she decides like on her lunch break, like, okay, I'm gonna go out and like I have some time on my uh, before my lunch break ends, so I'm gonna go to like different like uh, Gashapon machines and like find like find a Shishi Leo keychain. So she like tries to go to these different ones, but like there's people constantly around, and she's, she's like, oh, like, I can't do this in front of all these people because then, like, they'll catch me, and then they'll see I'm a token fan, and they'll be a loser. I don't, I genuinely don't know why the whole, it's for my son or, or relative or something like that excuse didn't become immediately apparent. I don't know. So then she goes, like, she's like, oh, I can go to the store that's, like, a bit, like, out, out, out of town, like, out of the, out, near the outskirts of town. So, like, she goes there. But then, like, there's, like, this evil, like, store owner that's just, like, oh, he's... I see in the window that they have what is pretty clearly a riff on Precure. 
Ninkyo, the owner of that shop, and that merchandise that you just mentioned are plot points later in the show. Oh my god, do they actually explore the, the not freakier of that universe? Yes. Oh my god, they actually do it. That's cool. So yeah, so she like walks off or whatever like that, and then she like tries to go to the machine, but then he comes back and he's like, she's like, shit, 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 and just like runs off or whatever, because I guess like she can't catch her doing that, so... So then, yes. So let me let me just comment on on the owner there for a sec. They don't highlight it in the sub version that we watched, but apparently the name Ninkyo isn't like it's a it, not apparently I know it for a fact. It's a nickname that she gives him, and apparently Ninkyo means like yakuza or mafia member. She just calls him that because he looks like a gangster. Oh, I mean, okay. yeah, he kind of does. Um, I thought at first they meant that the store was a front. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the store was around. So then, yeah, so she goes back to work, whatever, like that. And it's just, like, the the thing where just, like... It's just, like, I, I, I hate this personally. Like, I, I'm not trying to be, like, offensive to the Japanese people, but just, like, I kind of hate just, like, how, like... Like, all the Japanese women, they're, like, fucking gossipy as hell. Like, they just, like, they talk about anything. And they just, like, laugh about, about it, like, about these but people. They're talking like, behind their back. That's, and it's, like, all... Th- that's true. Like every everyone talks. Like, I didn't want. I didn't want to be the one to say it. No, I, no, I can. I, I. I'll save you by saying it. Even though I'm basically. I. I don't know if I'm even. Even count as a woman. I'm literally a potato with hair on it. But, the. But like even when I was in high school, all the girls were always talking about everyone all the time. They never stopped. So it is. It is a universal truth. It's like a, it's like a, it's like the it's like kind of relating to this. Like it's like that episode of Ghost where like um, like they were like helping that idol chick or whatever like that, and then like she found out like she could read minds or whatever like that, and like the her friends were like talking shit about oh, her, and then she just that. like oh, yeah. she like found out and she just screamed and like why don't you like me? And they're just like, whoa. It's but so the like, the funny thing about that scene with the the, the gossiping women is. Kano's reaction afterwards as she just decides fuck them and walks off. Her insult, yes. I curse you to have all of your favorite shows interrupted by golf games. Yeah, oh which is an actual oh thing. Oh my god, too real. Because our episodes, our episodes of Ryder and Sunshine that we usually like watch get yeah. interrupted by golf. golf look at all of our golf. Games. Look at all of our golf thumbnails. Oh man, the guy in scene was the best one. Yep. Um. So yeah, so then after work, she's like, okay, I know this, like, kind of, like, school area, whatever, like that, or, like, a park where there's, like, uh, a gash pump machine nearby, so she goes there, and she finds that there's, like, three, three left, and she, like, she's like, oh, there's three left. left, or, like, four left, so it's like, yeah, I have a chance, like, I have enough money that I can, just, if I get all four, I I'm an adult, get... I can spend my money however I like! So, she, <laughs> so, the first, so the first three that she, like, gets, she doesn't get, up, get it, so she's like, the last one has to be it! So then this little boy's just like, Oh, like comes in nowhere. It's like, oh, can I, can I uh, play? And it's like, and that's where we meet the child that she will forever calls, refer calls, to as Damien. Yeah, which is a reference to the to, no, to the, the Antichrist, which now, is the son of, de- of the devil. I have to say that this actually went a lot better than I expected. I thought it was gonna have him basically being like the evil kid who took stuff from her and everything, but they end up actually becoming friends. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, like, they're actually walking in the park and talking to each and, other. And relating to each other, and that is something I really like that they showed and they didn't have it, have the implication of it being creepy or anything. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, that goes along really well. So, yeah, so then, like, it's, it's just really... Because there is nothing creepy about it, they're just both talking about a show they like. So it's really adorable because she's just like going through this whole thought process, just being like, oh, I can't say that like I'm doing this because then I have, like I have to be an adult about this. I have to let him have it. Yeah, it's just he, like, oh, right I don't want it. He like sees right through everything. It's like it's like well, you put your money in here. Do you do you want it? And she's just like, you know what? Okay, I'll let you have it, but you like have to give me something in return or something like that. And, and he's like, oh, okay. So like. She, she turns it, it is Shishi Leo, but she gives it to him, but then they go to another machine, and he play, plays the machine, gets a Shishi Leo uh, uh, capsule, and she's just, like, beyond I ecstatic. just love how the show hands it up like it's such a glorious, amazing miracle. Like, I, like it's a fucking top-tier rarity from a gotcha machine. Hey, hey, I... You know what? You no, it's, it's, really it's a pretty yeah, big no, no. deal. It's like it's like it's like when it's like when you're playing Overwatch and you open up a loot box and you get like a legendary item and then it's like the, the skin you've been wanting for a character. That's like exactly it. Yeah. It's a gotcha game. Yeah, you're you like open, overjoyed. You open up your one Lego movie figure and it's present business. <laughs> We're all making very specific references to the same overarching concept of gotcha game roles. Or blind boxes in general. Yeah. It's like when I rolled Ingwe in Grand Blue Fantasy. So I'm lying, I sparked it, I subtext him. So yeah, so she so she gets I don't know what that means. So she gets, exactly. So she gets the keychain and then like the next morning she like uh well like then we cut to like karaoke, so like, so, like Oh my friend, god, so the karaoke so, kaijin! So her friends That was so, so the way that mental process worked, this is really you know what, it's embarrassing, but I'm gonna admit it. I one hundred percent went through, like, all of my depression imagining it like that. That's where the whole doubt thing came from. It was the whole idea of it being, like, some kind of monster that a magical girl would fight. And then we have a show where this is happening to an adult woman who's having her anxiety over her liking being discovered, being represented by an actual karaoke kaijin. And I will, I will say, fucking Charihiko... That asshole who's oh. getting all up on her face about her oh. singing. I hate him. Yeah, I know. He's annoying. He gets worse throughout the show. So. I hate him so much. Can you give, like, a hint as to what he does? Oh, he just gets right up in her face. Like, so, what do you do? Like, okay, um, this is. Oh, so he's like that hippo girl. Okay, this is episode two, quote unquote spoilers, yeah. but the Terrier lady and Kano end up being friends and hanging out. So Charihiko happens upon them, and they're like, Oh, how did you two meet? And, and just he just gets, oh, I want to strangle him! <laughs> um, anyways, so, I'm yes. sorry if I went too deep. I just thought that it was, even no. if it was embarrassing to say that it was something that I'd never really seen shown in a show like this before, so... Yeah, well, that's me too. Like, I have, like, I have my characters in my head that, like, I keep to myself, and, like, you know, I, like also look for them, like, what would they do, and stuff like that, and so, um, yeah, um, so yeah, so, like, she gets invited to, like, do karaoke night with, like, a bunch of her co-workers, and so, like, she's, like, she's, like, oh, I can't, like, I can't go up and sing because I only know, like, toku songs, like, so, so, like, yeah, so she imagines, like, this, like, karaoke kaijin just being, like, ah, you have to sing this song or they'll also, also know you're into tokusatsu and you won't have, want that, so, so, so she runs out because she's like really embarrassed and she's like doesn't know what to do and then she gets like she encounters her uh 
her 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 metal hero uh, yeah, show that she hero that she watched. That's the other show that the other fake Toby uh, Jones in here. Emmer Jason. Yeah, Emmer Jason. This guy looks fucking awesome. I love this guy. He's super fucking cool. And he's just like, yeah, don't be afraid or whatever like that. You you be very subtle about this and like let's so protect your hidden lifestyle. Protect your lifestyle. So she like goes back in and. Will they show why a, a, a Toku hero should reveal his identity as that he'll get constantly random people ringing yeah. his door and moving? Oh yeah, that was that was funny. So like it's like ah oh, damn fucking kids. So I like that the fucking worst case scenario in this is is the fucking. Hypothetical scenario: Emmer Jason getting Nikki Nikki Nine Door. Yes. <laughs> you darn kids! I just saved you from a monster last week, and that's the gratitude oh, so I get. Oh, he comes out in full armor. Yeah. Well, he's a robot. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it, he looks like a metal hero, but he's actually just a robot. He oh, okay. He doesn't henchin or anything. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, he still looks fucking cool. So he, yeah. So she goes back in there, and so she decides to put on Emmer Jason's theme song. And then, so she's like, yeah, just like, you know, like, I'm just... So it's a makes, show I used to yeah. watch as a kid. <laughs> yeah, and then it brings out, like, the nostalgia for everyone else. It's like, oh, yeah, no. And then, like, uh, the... Uh, like, oh, yeah, the, my brother other, watched yeah, it. Yeah, and these other two girls are like, oh, maybe we should, like, sing, like, the anime songs we used to, like, watch as when we were kids. And then, like... It's so, basically their equivalent of us just getting up and singing Disney songs. Yeah, or... Which, which I have done. Yeah. I can relate to that as well. Because oh, yeah. no, anytime there's karaoke, I just bust out Be Prepared. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so um including the hyena laughs which always kills everyone in the room. Um so um so like as she's singing it just like ever Jason's just like beside just be like like oh like uh, don't don't sing this part too loudly. Oh like pretend you don't remember the lines of this. Like don't sing it too fast. Oh sing this part like slowly. Like, and now remember. your hidden weapon. Fuck up the English parts yes. and don't know anything past the TV size. Yes. Don't, don't, don't show them you've heard the It just, yeah, so the whole time, and then just, like, you see, like, she's just, like, yelling at, like, the karaoke kaiju, and he's just like, no, fuck you! It just, like, blows up, and... Oh, he doesn't blow up, it's just like, oh, yeah, well, there will be other times where you'll have to sing karaoke, what will you do then? And her response is, three other Haha, I can survive five more times! Kage-chan, who sings other toku songs, which is clearly a reference to fucking Kageyama from Jam Project. Not only did he sing tokusatsu songs, but he sung all kinds of other popular songs, and I can sing those songs by just saying that I'm a fan of Kage-chan. Ha ha ha! With that logic, I can get through at least five more episodes! <laughs> and her response, and the, ka the karaoke kaijin response to that is, Well, if you could have done that, you didn't have to sing Emma Jason's theme song. I couldn't resist! But that's not entirely true. The logic does follow, because... If she had sang one of the Kage-chan songs first, then she would have had less songs to do later. It, doing Ember Jason song first, meaning she still has all five of those songs left. So the, there's still a reason to do it, besides just liking the song. Yeah. But anyways, that was that was a fucking clever ruse she did. That was brilliant. So, yeah, so the next morning then, like, she she's, like, sitting beside, like, her friend who she goes to work with or whatever like that in the morning. She, like, uh, she's just, like, standing there and she's like, it's like, okay, got the keychain on. It's just like, ahem! Oh, yeah, her, her, her friend who totally does not have a crush on her. Yeah. Onoda. And also is okay with ignoring old people. Oh, yeah, that was the <laughs> thing. So, like, so just, like, yeah, she's, she's in the train or whatever, and there's elderly couples, like, like walking by and just starting to look for a seat. 
And then she's just like, oh, like. It, it, what would, it, it, what no, would she, she wait, do? No, but this is a thing I actually relate to because, like, that I sometimes do, I don't. I'm sort of relatable to it. Yeah. I, so, like, I don't usually, like, I know this is an actual thing to say, but, like, I usually don't like giving up, like, my bus seat because, like, I like to sit, when I'm sitting on the bus, I like to sit in the very back of the bus on the far right back of the bus because that's my favorite seat because it's, like, out of the way. I'm out of everybody. So, like, if someone, so, like, I, I'll honestly admit, like, if someone takes my seat when I'm, like, on the bus, like, I'm actually, like, a little... No, wait, eight. protagonist seat is far back to the left. So, yeah, so, Next like, occasionally, sometimes I would offer my seat to an elderly person just because, like, but, like, I, I, I don't, like, I don't know, because, like, it's just my thing where, like, once, it, once, you're I, an just, asshole. No, on. no, once I sit down, I just, like, just <laughs> stay where I'm seated, so, but anyways, uh, so, yeah, so then, like, she imagines Shishi Leo just on the subway, and it's just, like... It's so funny, just like she's in the subway with all of the like things are normal. Then you just pan over and she's just standing there, like, Gah! yeah. And he's just like, you know, don't let your depression like be an excuse to allow the weak to suffer. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, no, you're right. And just excuse me, miss, you can have my seat. And then just Ona does just like, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I'm getting up too. Fuck me, right? But yeah, so then... It'd be uh, awkward to just let only one of them sit. So then, like, later on, she's on the subway again, and she's sitting across from the Tariger lady, and then she's just like, she's like, please notice, please notice, please notice, please notice, please notice. Notice me, senpai. Yeah. And she looks up, and she's just like... She's like... And then, like, it, related to the show, it's when, uh, it's when Shishi Leo and Tariger first met, and like... No beast don't recall that to me. Yeah, and it's weird, because, yeah. like, they're transformed, so... Yeah, that's the thing, like... In the Jushoan episode, you never see them unhenchened, but I will say that you see the actors who play the Jushoan characters at some points later in the show. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's a really weird thing, but so, like, I think they handle it so, well. So, like, she acknowledges her, and then she, like, walks off, and she just, sm like, kind of looks, turns back at her, like, before the train goes off, and she just, like, waves at her, and she's just like, yes, I did it! I made a new friend in the Toku community! And she's, like, felt super good about herself. And then, like, we, we also dove more into her past, where, like, we find that, like, her mother thinks it's, like, Toku's absolute garbage and a waste of time. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a main plot point over the show. Yeah, I, I saw a clip from another episode, and just her mother's a fucking asshole yep so yeah so it's just really cute that like uh also there was a cute moment where like she like ended up like remembering a show that she used to like and then ended up <laughs> marathoning it overnight yeah oh yeah and, stranger five yeah because like yeah. that actually is a thing i do sometimes i'll remember like a game or, or a show that i used to really enjoy it, and then i'll get into the mood to play or watch like play that game or watch that show and, and then i just do it till I, seven in the morning. can or, confirm or or i'll go out of my way so like sometimes like i'll be in like a mood for mortal kombat and then i'll be like oh you know what i never played those mortal kombat games and then order all the mortal kombat games which i actually did so yeah the difference between you and what kano's doing is whenever you get one of those streaks you end up spending money yeah i'm bad with my money um uh, but yeah so overall like honestly this show is fucking amazing it's fantastic it's adorable the all the references are great i'm not gonna go into detail for spoiler reasons but the Tariger lady is waifu. Okay. And you'll see why if you watch the rest of the show. Well, she likes the blue one. It's not... Honestly, it has nothing to do with the fact that she likes the blue one. She's just best character. Question, do we find another person who likes Cherda? Not really. Damn, that sucks. It should have been, been like a trifecta. Would have been cool. There is, but not for Cherda. Okay. Oh, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Um... 
But yeah, so like I I I love this first episode and I want to watch more, so I plan on watching the rest of this for sure. So it's gonna be fun. Do it up. Yeah. Maybe we'll have another discussion about the entire series I, afterwards. I think we should. I, I maybe, definitely want to watch all of it. Cool. Yeah, maybe we we definitely should. We can uh, do another it's topic. Very long, so. It's only seven episodes. Each episode is about forty minutes. So it's about the equivalent of a 13, 14 episode anime. I'm down to talk more about this on the show, and I bet Gar is down to talk about it too, so... Yeah, since he's not here right now. <laughs> Gar! We miss you. Gar, 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 Gar. He is not here. Satsu Gar, Gar, Gar. Um, so yeah. So this has been our, our, our Cast Ranger 5th anniversary episode, so we hope you all enjoyed. Thank you, thank you everyone for supporting us and being with us all this time especially longtime fans blaze <laughs> believe oh but but bye armor high um so yeah as always the hub site for our nonsense is castranger.podbean.com from there you can find our facebook page uh twitter accounts uh our merchandise which is up for sale our discord server where you can not only hang out and chat with everyone on the server but listen live to the show I like to say Fridays at 9 p.m., but that's not happening these days anymore. Well, it won't go back to normal. If you pay attention to this through audience chat, I'll be posting when each week's show will be happening until we attempt to get back on schedule. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And, of course, there's our Patreon, where you can join cool people like Blaze and help donate to keep us, to help the show run. What's happening on the next episode? Yes, let's bring up next topic. Chico, it is at the gasage. So, freshly subbed is the Cross movie. Oh, sweet! Come on, build new world, Cross. Yeah. I am excited. I hope this movie's better than the Be the One movie. Well, we have lots of blood stark in it, so. Yeah! I'm say, Chico. I, I wish I could get more Night Rogue back because I miss Night Rogue. I love you, Night Rogue. You're awesome. <laughs> I do no. I I express my 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 hate for New Gen Gentoku in the Pride Rose special. I I hate him. I hate what he's become. I liked him when he was an asshole, and controlled by a fucking magical box. What? <laughs> Just the fact that that sentence is something I have to go. Yup, that's accurate. Yeah, he was controlled by a magical box from, from space, Mars. From Mars. Uh, this is my favorite show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, build's, build's pretty fucking good. Anyways, goodbye, everybody! Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making the last five years the That's best years of my life. Fucking treat. Oh, my God. Thank you for letting me be a part yeah. of this, even though I'm super dumb. Yeah, no, I, I, I really love doing this show. It's 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 brought, It really brings out, like, the real me, because... Um, because, you know, Tokusatsu is a big part of my life. I love it so much. And, like, I honestly have to thank Greencaster for, for getting me into it. So it's, it's all Paul's so, fault. It's all Paul's it's all fault. fault! It's all your fault, Paul! Shinai Twanger! Is he here? Oh, he is here. Yeah, he is here. <laughs> you just have to call Shania. You heard me! Shania Twanger! No, we're thanking you for getting us into Tokusatsu. It's our anniversary! <laughs> That pain every day. It's our <laughs> anniversary. Oh my god. Or don't ask. I, I made a George Shrinks reference. I own the pain of that choice. <laughs> it went.
weighs on my soul. I feel as though I have detrimented you. No, literally, I, if like, every, I had a uh, time once I started, it. no, once Paul introduced me to Comrade Kabuto every week, I'd just be like, hi, Paul! Oh, God, highlight. So, yeah, Tendo did this badass thing this week in Kabuto. Oh, that, that's great, Lane. Tendo Sochi's a badass, I know. This week, Let's it was years ago. co-op and he'll buy you a Slurpee. Yay! <laughs> he did. He bought me several Slurpees. That's it's true. how that went. <laughs> All right, good night, everybody! Bye-bye-bye, bye-bye-bye, see you next week.